Today, on the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. A lot of the most successful attorneys that I know don't really have a relationship with newspapers or media, but they do have a relationship with with a lot of people outside their industry, inside their industry. Welcome back to the podcast today. How are you doing, Harrison? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk about today's topic, which is how attorneys can network and why networking is essential to attorney success. And the first thing that jumps to my mind is the saying, no man is an island. You can't do all of this on your own. Even if you are a solo practitioner and you're practicing by yourself, you still need a network of people to help you get clients. Sometimes you need to refer work out to other people. Sometimes you need to hire additional staff in order to you know, keep your current clients satisfied. So there, the, no matter what aspect of law you practice, no matter what your practice setting or your practice area, it's very, very important that you have a network of good people around you to help. Tell us a little bit, what have you observed are some of the most effective techniques for an attorney to build out? Their- a lot of ways to build up the network, but I, I think one of the first things about networking is to, to, to be able to, to, under, to know a lot of people. And in addition, and by, by that, I have a lot of very positive relationships with people. So I think that, you know, you always have to be seen as someone that other people respect and that, that, that you stand for something and, and they believe in you. And if you're good at that, then that can be very helpful. But if you're not, that's not necessarily the best thing. So I think that, you know, the, one of the most important things I think is just in terms of how you network is doing what you can to stay in touch with people, to, to have positive relationships with people and to really build it into your schedule in in terms of what, to to what you're doing. Uh, Because if you're very good at it and you impress the right people, then they're going to get behind you and, and try to help you with information. And that's a really good point. It's not just about getting jobs or getting clients. It's really about getting information and connecting yourself with people who know more than you do and feeding off them and, and learning from them. And then in, ex- in exchange, you're also giving them information. You're probably teaching them something that they didn't know. So you're helping each other and it really does bring a mutual benefit to everyone who's in. Let's talk a little bit about how networking can apply to not only finding a job in a law firm, but also keeping a job inside of your law firm. And then if you don't network, why is that so fatal to many legal careers in terms of finding a job one of the best ways to network yourself into a job is to just ask people and make people aware that you're actually in the market and so a lot of times people aren't aware of you when when you're looking for a job but i think the biggest thing about networking is really developing uh, a relationship with people before you need a job and so what that means essentially understanding that that you have to have to go out and you have to sow a field before you do uh, you have to be out there talking to people and meeting people and and you have to have kind of top of mind awareness and so that's done in a lot of ways it can be done in person it can be done with you know going to events it can be done with talking to people staying in touch with people just anything that kind of makes sure gives people uh, an awareness of you and then I think one of the best ways when, and I've talked about this a lot, I think in previous podcasts as well, but when you're looking for a job, if you have gone and, and spoken with people pri- prior to looking for a job, meaning if you've gone and you've developed a network of people, that's always a very useful thing because when you have that network, you're able to go and, and draw on it to get future positions. And so the way it works, I think, is there's a book, and I, I think it's called Dump Send a Resume. I'm not sure what it is, and I've uh, written about it. But the idea is that 
everyone knows a lot of people. And so you should kind of go and if you write down everybody, it's usually at least a hundred people. And then you rank those people in terms of one to five, in terms of how close. And then you start off by checking in with the ones and then checking in with the twos and then checking in with the threes, fours, and fives, and just seeing how they're doing and asking them about their lives and really not volunteering that you're looking for a job or offering any information. And, And what tends to happen when you do that is they, the people will ask you about yourself and they'll think about you. And a lot of times, many times people get jobs through that way. So I I think it's very effective. And a lot of the most effective networkers out there uh, do that. So you call people, you don't necessarily tell them you want a job or you're looking for a job and you don't call thinking about you. You actually call just to find out about them and ask them how they're doing. And, and if people want to ask you how you're, you tell them, but you maybe talk about other things and then talk about the fact that you're looking for a position at some point and, but you don't make the call about that at all. And if you do that, a lot of times with calls, emails, checking in, it, it can be very. Yeah. Everything that you said, I can definitely confirm from personal experience, because when I was still working as a freelancer, that's exactly how I got all of my clients and all of my work was by going out and meeting people. And you know, 99% of the time, nobody needed my services immediately. Mm. But they did need them at some point. And the people who ended up hiring me generally were the people who I was just friendly with, who Mm -hmm. I enjoyed seeing in a social setting. And then every time I went to a network event, generally they were on the same side of town. So I would see the same people over and over again. And that was just the steady source of work. And as a freelancer, you have to be doing that all the time. Whereas as an attorney, it may not be so apparent that this is exactly how you can get clients, how you can generate business. And at the same time, if you are later on planning on making a lateral move or looking for a new job, Mm -hmm. then you can tap into that network that you've created when it comes time for you to move. And because these people have become your friends, they've become part of your social circle, then they're more likely and more willing to help you when you need them. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you want to take back control of your legal career? We have a solution for you. Harrison Barnes, The number one legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience hosts weekly webinars followed by live Q&A sessions every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. These webinars are packed with helpful information that you can use to advance your legal career. Best of all, after each webinar, Harrison stays for as long as needed in order to answer every question. Webinars take place on Zoom, and you can join the next webinar by using the Zoom ID. The Zoom ID for this webinar is 868-9816-5944. Again, that Zoom ID is 868-9816-5944. You can also find more information by going to coaching.oar.com. On on top of that, I, I think it's also important to remember that the first time that you meet somebody, they're, they're not necessarily going to remember you. So you do have to go out of your way to keep yourself top of mind. Like you say, you want to reach out, just have nice conversations. If you read an article that you think is interesting, you can just send them the article in an email with a quick note. Like, hey, you know, thought you might enjoy this. Uh-huh. And little touches like that do keep you top of mind. And then when it comes time to use your, your legal services or you need something from them, they're, they're going to remember you and they're, they're going to want to help you. Yeah, I love that. I yeah, I like that a lot. I yeah, I think that's it's yeah, that's, that's very good. It reminds me too. I remember I moved into a, a condominium uh, a long time. I don't know. It was I don't know what I was thinking to be honest with you. But about ten or eleven years ago, I we went, thought it would be fun to stay in Vegas part of the year, 
and which just makes no sense. Honestly, it's, uh, but at the time I thought it was very cool. It was just some kind of fantasy. And so I, I, op- I actually went there. I opened an office, I, and, uh, but I rented this condominium. And when I moved in, the condominium had just, so it was literally, had just been open like a couple of weeks and they had an opening party for the condominium. And, and what happened was funny. There was a, there was a moving in party for everybody and they had it by the pool. And, and, but what made it so interesting was the, the people that came. So the people that came were all kind of local contractors and designers and all that sort of thing. And, and, and they were just there and they weren't really, they didn't really advertise what they were doing, but they were just sitting around and they're like, oh, I'm a faux painter and, or I do this and I do that. And that was how they got business. And so it was just being there and being, and it wasn't really doing anything specific. So. I remember that really well because it just seemed a really easy way to network. And I think it's like what you're saying, like many times just the presence there. And I remember that. I remember the people I talked to and how they did it because it was, it, it worked. Exactly. And the beauty of that is you learn from them too. They become your friends, but they uh-huh. also want to share the tricks of their trade, the things that made them successful, mm-hmm. some of the maybe mindfulness or daily practices, the, mm-hmm. the routines that they do for themselves. Mm-hmm. And they become your support circle too. They're not just mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who you know in a professional setting, mm-hmm. but they're people who you can turn to at any point when you need something in your life. So tell me a little bit more about specifically who are uh, of the most successful attorneys that you've seen, what are their networks like? What do they tend to have in common? I, I think that they put a lot of time uh, into networking. It's a very important thing to them. And they tend to spend uh, a lot of time on that. And uh, it's important to them. They take it very seriously. And uh, so that's one of the first things. The second thing I think is that the, the, one of the things that they do when they're networking is they go out of their way to help people that need help. And so they find people, it could be general counsels, it could be other people that may not be doing well for one reason or another. And, uh, and then they, they go in and they help those people and, or they find something that they can do. And a lot of times they'll offer their, their help for free. And then they'll also open the Rolodex and do other things to help those people. And that's a good way of networking. And they do that. And then they're constantly they're not just networking with people that they think can help them. They're networking with clients, their potential clients, they're networking with other people in the legal community and they're making, they're making a uh, concerted effort to constantly do it. And it's interesting too, because when you look at the, a lot of the most successful attorneys, many times they'll join like these kind of stupid things. I'm not saying it's stupid, but they'll join, I don't know, like community associations and hospital boards and volunteer networks and stuff. And they'll go just sit around there and Honestly, like a lot, most of the attorneys I know that do that stuff, they, and I'm, I'm not, I shouldn't say most, but I would say the majority, meaning more than 50% really don't have a, a very strong interest in the stuff that they're volunteering for. It's just not something that is, is that important to them. So that is interesting and, and something that I certainly believe that just showing up is enough. It's not like you have to have a profound interest in something, just showing up. Uh, it could be a lot, enough a lot of the times. Absolutely. You just need to put yourself out there and mm-hmm. see what happens. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, 
the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. You don't have to be so psyched up about doing what you're planning on doing, but if you just put yourself out there, then usually good things come of it, especially if you have a good intention. And that intention can purely be for networking, for meeting people who can help you, and then you can help them. And when it comes to the, the composition of the networks of these attorneys, do they generally restrict themselves to networking with like only other attorneys and keeping their circle full of, of legal professionals? Or are they also networking with people in other industries? Are they networking with people in the media, local newspapers? Like what is their network? Yeah, I don't, a lot of attorneys, a lot of the most successful attorneys that I know don't really have a relationship with newspapers or media, but they do have a relationship with, with a lot of people outside their industry, inside their industry. So they, they, one of those, the best ways to get businesses and attorneys to go into a, a market where you're the only person that the law firm knows, or you're the only not that the, the people in the law firm know, or the people in the, I'm not the law firm, sorry, the group, the only people that the, the group, you're the only attorney there. So when they start thinking about attorneys, you can, you have top of mind awareness. I knew an attorney once and, and it was, I don't have a lot of respect for this particular attorney because, and, but, but I knew that he, he was, uh, he was living in this working class town of LA where he grew up and, and he went, he was on the board of a hospital and not the, I think he was on the board. I don't know how he got there. Maybe not the board, but just something. And, and he would, and it was a small community hospital and, and then he was, didn't have business, like a couple of his big cases settled. Then, and then this hospital decided to got into some kind of lawsuit and, and actually worked on the case and he just blew it up and made it into this like huge thing and charged, I'm sure millions and millions of dollars to the hospital, but it probably didn't need to be charged. And, and again, I, this is all coming from what I saw at the time and, and I could have been wrong. I'm not saying he was doing anything wrong. It just didn't look like there was really any reason to, to for the case to be aggressive like that. But my point is that he was able to bring that in just because of his in the legal community, being the only attorney when this hospital had that problem. And he could have handled it differently and not bill them as much, but also at the same time, this is how a lot of people get cases. They're just there and they're friendly with people and then things eventually blow up and then they're the ones who get. Absolutely. That, something that sort of came to my mind as you were, you were describing this is you mentioned in some of your other articles, at least one, how one way that you can network is by hosting hosting your own presentation or having your own like seminar where you're giving advice on a specific niche. Do you definitely advise that for building out a professional network or do you want to expand on that at all? I certainly give a lot of presentations and stuff, and but I don't know that it's necessarily a networking thing. I'm just trying to put information out there and I probably should do it differently. But you're right. People that put presentations together and things can do very well. And it's, it's one of the oldest ways of attorneys getting business and that there is. They'll put on a presentation, talk about a certain thing, and then, and then, and then they'll invite people in the community. So there's uh, people are doing these presentations all the time. They do them for a trust in the States. They invite older people out to dinner. They do them for every branch of law you can possibly think of. They'll invite people to a presentation where they'll tell them about something. 
And that's smart. You got to bring in business. And it's one way to do it. I think by educating them uh, about what you do. Yeah. I, I, I like presentation. I like, I think articles are helpful. I think podcasts are helpful. I think, I don't know how many people listen to the average podcast, especially if it's about insurance coverage or something. At the same time, I, I like doing, I really do the whole idea of any form of information you can put out there because the information it's just something that really benefits people in the legal community and, and potential clients. And if you're seen as the only person that does something, then that can be helpful. And I've found attorneys before just from things that they've had out live because I wanted to feel like I found them. I didn't want to necessarily get a recommendation. Absolutely. And that's an interesting point about putting that information out there. I think that's doubly important for attorneys that uh, practice in a small niche because if you can you know, make yourself appear as the expert in the subject area, then people will be coming from all across the country to you know, use your services as long as they can find you. So that really is the trick, is making sure that you're visible. And by having content out there and using search engine optimization techniques, having a website, having a, a presence online, then you're going to attract a lot more people than you would even just by having you know, one-off seminars in mm -hmm. your local town and, and that sort of thing. Right. Now, let's talk a little bit about specifically networking to get a, a job, to get another law firm job or, or any sort of legal job. Can you tell me a little bit more about what approach or what strategies might you recommend to an attorney who has this specific goal? Oh, the goal of uh, networking with this express intention of moving into a new legal job. What, what, the way, what way they would be going about that? Yeah. Are there any like specific strategies that they should use or should they have like, a certain mindset or a certain approach when they're meeting people? Anything they should not say? Is it, is it maybe taboo to go up to somebody at a networking event and just introduce yourself as, hey, I'm looking for a new legal job? Like, what would you recommend for somebody who's, who's actively looking and is trying to network with people in order to get a new job? Uh, well, I think that there's a lot of things that they can do to get a new position through networking. I think that I, I, I like some of the ideas that I brought up in terms of how you, how you act in the legal community and, and what that does. I, I think that's, I like the idea of making yourself known to people, to lots of people. I think that's very helpful. The better you can do with that. And I also, I, I think that one thing that can be very helpful in terms of networking or just taking every opportunity you possibly to speak with other people. And, and that doesn't, is something that I, I think is extremely important. I don't it's just meeting other people, networking with anybody you possibly can. And those are some of the things that I think are important. And I'm sure there's a lot, there's certainly a lot of other ideas, but those are coming up the main ones. And from your perspective as a, a legal recruiter, have you seen any patterns when it comes to placing people or are people able to rely on their network if they're using your services or is that really not part of the equation in terms of networking or yeah because I, I know you place people all, all over the country and a lot of times it's your network that is actually helping these attorneys get jobs but what i'm wondering is if somebody is using the services of a legal recruiter how does their personal professional network play into that equation the main thing is that if you're using a recruiter, the, the recruiter is quite a bit of help. So the recruiter can a, a lot of things that you normally wouldn't do. The first thing that a recruiter does to help you network is the recruiter knows how to package you. Just like a good attorney knows how to package a someone else, they know how to they know how to package you. And by packaging you, what that means is that means that they're able to uh, put you in a position where you're you look like the kind of person that the firm wants to hire, and that's very difficult. And then once they do that, then they're able to reach out to uh, their network of people. And in, in many cases, if the recruiter is very good, and pitch that version of you to people. 
and it can make a huge difference. It can take your career and, uh, and make it extremely successful. And, and, and it's something that I've helped tens of thousands of people, but in most cities, there's a lot more opportunities than you might be aware of. And then the other thing too, is that when you start, you going out, start going out and talking to people, even if when the recruiter starts, the recruiter is introducing you to people and people are learning about you and that's very helpful. So all those things can be very helpful to you in terms of your legal career, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Essentially, the recruiter is networking for you, networking on behalf of the attorney right. that they're placing. And so that definitely makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I think that's actually one of the best things about having this legal placement company is that you can network at a scale that's not possible on the individual level. And people can tap into that and find a, a more satisfying work-life balance, a more satisfying practice setting, and, and people can move up in their careers and their lives thanks to the professional network that you've developed. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. So lastly, let's talk about how networking is essential to keeping your job inside of a law firm. And then what, what can happen if you don't network to keep your job? Tell me a little bit about that from your I think that one of the things about being inside of any law firm is that when you're in a firm or you're in any organization, that the more you're able to know other people, helpful it is. So you need to have people in your corner. And, and, and if you don't have people in your corner, then that can be uh, very helpful. Law firms are always going through ups and downs. So sometimes you're doing well, sometimes they're not. And if the law firm is able to uh, able to promote you effectively, meaning if you're, if you're able to promote, I'm sorry, if you're able to promote yourself effectively inside of a law firm, then, then people will be on your side. And the more people you have in your corner, the more likely you are to be uh, able to get given other given work by other attorneys, by be able to be given uh, referred business if you're a partner, referred people, people will refer others to you. And so all, all these things can be helpful. And so if you have a very strong network, it's very helpful. Yeah, it seems like it can be somewhat of a self-fulfilling prophecy where if you are able to promote yourself within the firm, if you're able to make a lot of friends and be well-liked within the firm, then the firm is more likely to promote you and keep you around and give you raises, do whatever it can to make sure that, that you stay happy and productive. Mm -hmm. Whereas the reverse is also true. If you see yourself as an outsider, if, if you're always thinking, oh, why doesn't anyone like me? Why, why can't I get along with anybody? then people will probably see you as an outsider and they're going to be less likely to reach out to you, less likely to support you, less likely to promote you. Yeah, and this actually taps into what we were talking about in some previous episodes of this podcast where we were talking about mindfulness and you know, using ways to generate more energy for yourself so you can show up at work for yourself and others. And that's the same thing here where if you're able to show up for yourself, you're able to show up for your team of attorneys that work closely with you, if you're able to show up for the law firm as a whole, you'll be putting yourself in the middle of all this activity and you'll naturally be connecting with people and keeping your network strong. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're not able to show up, if you don't have the energy, then you're naturally going to fade away and, and not be as, as well-liked or not as recognized within the 
So I, I think that pretty much sums it all up. We covered there what can happen if you don't network. You essentially just wither away and, and you're allowing your status to erode. And you really do need to do whatever you can to stay networked and, and constantly be growing your network, both within your firm and outside of your firm and networking with people in other industries and, and that sort of thing. So is there anything else that you want to add to, to finish this off? No, that's about it. Um, Excellent. Thank you so much for your time and yeah. look forward to the next one. All right. I think it, I 